Seahawks 360 podcast, a Sports Ethos production, where we look at the Seahawks from every angle, every week. As always, I'm your host, Candace Hagens, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to talk Hawks with you guys today. As I mentioned before in our last episode, we have a very special guest with us today. So, we got a lot to get, to get into. Let's start, and let's talk some Hawks. All right, guys. So as I mentioned, we have a very special guest today, Mr. Jalen Hagens, my loving husband and current sports enemy. Jalen, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Oh, I'm doing great. Great. Good to have you on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. So let's get started. You ready to talk some sports? Yes. All right. Let's do it. All right. So I recall a time, actually, I don't recall it that well. Was it during the season that you claimed that Russell Wilson would become a Denver Bronco, or was it in the off season? It was last season when he requested a trade. When the when the paper came out about the teams he was willing to be traded to, and I threw our name in the hat. And a funny story about that: it was just to you I made a joke about him coming to us. I never believed it would happen. I told you I did, but I was I was lying to both of us. I knew you couldn't have believed that. There was no way you could have believed that he was going to the Broncos. There was no re, but somehow you made that prediction. So you made that prediction back in 2020 then, because that was 2020 when everything went down. Yes. We're putting out the four teams. Yes. And but, what what made you feel like he was going to become a Denver Bronco, even though you were joking? Well, nothing until I started to think about why wouldn't he become a Bronco? Because looking at the current roster setup we had, the major thing we've been lacking for the longest time has been a quarterback. You know, I feel like we've had good weapons on wide receiver, tight end, pretty good O-line. I mean, the past few years, we've carried some pretty bad quarterbacks with that O-line. So now if we can get a good quarterback, then I thought the sky was the limit for us. And what better quarterback than Russell Wilson? I didn't truly believe that at first, but, you know, I talked myself into it. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, so... You know, we got this game coming up. Your team versus my team. Russell Wilson coming back home. Or, I guess, not home anymore since you stole my quarterback. Um, I am wondering what are your expectations for this offense and this defense this game? Like, what what do you expect to happen? How do you think it'll go? Um, Well, as far as the game goes, I don't expect us to have a great time. Seeing as we're sports enemies for a few hours. But um I think that game I don't okay, so a lot of people think that we're gonna come out and blow blow the Seahawks out of the water. I don't think it's gonna happen. I have pretty high expectations for the Broncos. I don't think that we are year one going to the Super Bowl, but I, I have really high expectations for us. But as far as game one, I expect us to come out there. I expect us to play hard. I expect Russell Wilson to come out there and and make a statement. You know, there was all this fuss about him leaving. You can't come out there and play mediocre if there was all this fuss about you leaving and you were this big hype. You know, you leaving the leaving your team and going to another city, especially in game one. If you're playing that team, you have to come out there and put your best foot forward. So I expect this to be one of his better games of the season. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. 
when Tom Brady came back and he played against Bill Belichick, the coach who knew him the most, he did not play well. Have you considered that week one, with no experience in this offense, that he might not play that well? Even if you win the game, that this might not be his best performance. In fact, there's a lot of reasons why it could be one of his worst performances, even if y'all still win. I considered that briefly, but <laughs> here's the thing. I don't, unpopular statement to all the Seahawks fans, I don't think you guys have that great of a defense. I'm not saying that to knock you guys. I just think that we have a better offense than you guys have defense. And I think that's going to work in Russell's favor in week one. Okay. I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to say this. It doesn't take a lot to mess up Russ. If you blitz him heavy, he gets confused. It's that simple. Then we do have Jamal Adams. So you might be right. I understand why you say the defense isn't as good, given their history the past couple of years. It's a new defensive scheme, but that's a question mark. But just keep in mind that if you blitz Russell Wilson, he gets confused. He might not look good. He forgets where the pressure's coming from. He gets sacked sometimes. So the plan doesn't have to be that complicated. But talent-wise, I feel you. I hear you. Here's my opinion on that. Tom Brady. When he was in New England, a lot of people thought that Tom Brady's career was dwindling down. You know, it was coming. He was, of course, he's still closer to the end in the beginning, but we pretty much thought that Tom Brady has one more year maybe. The thing is, when you go to a new system, you have to get acquainted with that system. Right. So what Russell did in Seattle, I don't think Russell will do in Denver. You know, I think him having a better offensive line will attribute to him having more time. You know, the past few seasons, he hasn't been as much of a runner as he was in his in his previous seasons before, you know, the past three years. So I think that having an O-line that will block for him, because I, I think you guys' D-line is, is kind of suspect at times as well. You know, if I'm going based off name talent, what I know. I'm a big fan of Shelby Harris, but I have question marks about him too. But um, as far as Russell Wilson goes, I think having that time in the pocket, I think it'll allow him to be able to scramble more as well. And I think he'll use his feet more than he has in the past two to three seasons. The reason why Russ doesn't scramble anymore is not has nothing to do with the offensive line. He's just getting old. So he's like 34. So he, his his rushing numbers decrease, but they decrease because of his age. He's 33, but at the same time, I agree with that. But, you know, the goal of the game is to get the first down. I don't think Russ is slow. I think in the past previous seasons, the defense has gotten to him way quicker than any quarterback would like. You know, that was – a good stint of time that he was the most sacked quarterback in the league. You know, they were getting back, they were getting to him in one second, two seconds, you know. So now having a new offensive line in front of you that allows you more time to survey the field, you won't have to chunk those balls all the way down the field. You know, you can take your time and you can look around. You know, if there's nothing open, you can scramble. I'm not saying every run is going to be 10, 20 yards, you know. 
it's all about progression. So if you get three yards here, four yards here, is is it'll work out for us. We have a good running game, so any yards that Russ can give us, it works out in our favor. Yeah, it sounds like you think you're getting like thirty year old Russ and not thirty four year old Russ. Those thirty three. No, I think Russ is gonna reinvent himself and having seven years left, you know, one can say that he's not particularly at the end of his career yet. No, he's not. So, you know, with him, it works. He'll have to run. He's a shorter quarterback. So the luxuries afforded to quarterbacks who are taller than him, he don't have. So if he can't pass it, Russ will have to scramble. Russ will have to run to get those three or four extra yards because, like you told me plenty of times, he can't see over the middle. So he'll have to run to the out of bounds, run to the sidelines, get out of bounds, get those three yards, get those four yards. Have you accounted for the lack of athleticism? I have. That's pretty much gone. I have. I've accounted for that. But like I said, it's all about three or four yards. You know, I think he can get you three or four yards and then get down. You know, 30, 29-yard rush, 30-yard rush, Russ can run and get you 10 yards four times a drive. You're not going to get that rush anymore. You might get three or four yards this drive from Russ. But anything that we can get, you know, we have really good offensive weapons. Anything we can get from Russ is 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 welcome. That's interesting. All right. All right, I'll move on. I'll be interested to see if he reinvents himself through running. I do agree with you that he's got to reinvent himself. My thinking on it was more that he's got to get better at, you know, reading blitzes, pre-snap motion, really commanding that field, kind of predicting what the defense is going to do before they do it. And he can do that in some regards, but in other other regards, he's pretty – he can struggle with that. I'll also say this about Russ. I think it's a head thing for him. If he's happy, I think he can. You know, I think a lot of times, you know, we look at Tom Brady. Everybody's not Tom Brady. His last year in Temp, in Temp, no, I'm sorry, not Tampa, New England, he didn't have that many weapons. In fact, he had pretty bad weapons. He had none. He, yeah, it was pretty bad, but he was able to get him to the playoffs. I don't think Russ is as good. So, you know, I don't think he was happy. His last season or two in Seattle, so it was a head thing for him. You know, overthinking a lot, not having confidence. It's all about if Russ is truly happy with us. It what what are you, what is he willing to do to help us? You know, is he willing to run? Is he willing to you know scramble? I think how many times he got hit, even if it wasn't always the the O line's fault. I think it it kind of made him doubt himself. So, being in a new place, I think he's looking forward to following the Tom Brady route and, and getting to another Super Bowl. And, you know, to do that, you got to reinvent yourself. You know, you've been in the league for five, six, you know, ten years. You can't play the same way you played year one. Yeah. I would agree with that. That's, that's interesting. It is interesting. I, I'll agree to disagree on the – I agree on the reinventive legacy, but – 
yeah, I'm not sure that run game coming back. I'm be honest with you. I don't think Russ is gonna reinvent himself by by three, running three or four yards. You know, but that's not really worth. I mean, that's that's not really worth the risk of running if you're just gonna get three or four yards. I, I mean, it is. How many it, quarterbacks are running for three, four yards and then sliding? It is if it is if it's opposed to losing yards. You know. I watched a couple times last year Matthew Stafford run for three or four yards overtaking the sack. You know, every quarterback isn't a scrambler, and I don't think you running for three or four yards make you a scrambler. I think that's, you know, you just moving the ball down. You know, it's part of a, a, a ball progression. You know, moving the moving the chains. I think that's what Russ is looking to do and then remove the chains, even at the you know. The expense of it just being three or four yards. You know, we got a good run game, good receivers. We don't need Rush to run for 50 or 60 yards a game. If he can give us 20, you know, make the offense, make the defense pay a little bit of attention to him, then job well done. Okay. All right. So, speaking of the offense, given that you think that the run component will be some part of it, he's got a new. Head coach and Nathaniel Hackett, who is not just a new head coach to him, but is a new head coach in this league. Here, for those who do not know, he was offensive coordinator with Green Bay for many years and, and found a lot of success there. This is his first year as a head coach. So, what are your thoughts on how, not just in game one, but just in general, what the offense will look like? Um, so I'm excited about where we're going. The previous years, I wasn't a fan of us. You know, I found it honestly a little hard to watch us having a the defensive minded coach in Vic Fangio. I, it was hard to watch. You know, it seemed like there was a lot of emphasis on defense, which we still didn't play that well. And the yeah, offense, it was pretty good, but it wasn't good enough for it to be our only focal point. And our offense, you know, being run through Drew Locke, who. You know, for whatever reason, we tried to stick with and Teddy Bridgewater. It's, so I'm I'm excited about this new path we're going down. I think it'll be good. And, you know, what I hear, which can bring optimism or make you doubt a little bit, is the partnership that he has with Russ. I'm a little wary, but I'm excited to see what that looks like. You know, I'm I'm good with the partnership as long as the coach and player dynamic is there. You know, at the same time, it's it's just like, you know, they say don't run a business with your friends. You know, don't go into business with your friends. I think that has to be the same for football right now. You know, Russ can't just try to be best friends with with Coach Hackett. We need him to coach us. And so I'm excited to see what that looks like. And I think it'll be well. I think it'll work out well. Russ seems to be happy. And so I think that makes all the difference in the world if Russ is happy. Because when Russ is happy, I think he's a great leader of a team. And I like Coach Hackett a lot. You know, he has a positive attitude. Always happy at the press, you know, press conferences. So... I'm excited to see where it goes. It's important to keep in mind that, on appearance, Russ doesn't look that different than he does than he did with Seattle up until the trade. In terms of appearance, body language, tone, things he says, phrases, branding, all of that, it's pretty much the same. 
It is. And, and, and here's why I'm okay with that. Because Russ in Seattle was a really good quarterback up until last year. Well, maybe two years ago. But one can argue last year that that season he played injured. He came back way too fast and played injured. And it was it was it was a bad move. For sure. So um, but Russ has always been a, a really good quarterback. The difference is when Russ was happy. You know, back when there was the Legion of Boom and when you guys were winning and making the playoffs more often, Russ is happy. You know, he was leading the team well. So if we can get that leader of the team, you know, I'm not really worried about his mannerisms. I'm hoping that he's okay mentally because if we can get that leader of the team, especially now that he's more experienced and he's a vet now, if we can get that leader of the team, then the sky's the limit for us. I'm not sure how happy he was in the Legion of Boom days. I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge you on that. Pretty much most Seahawks know that in the Legion of Boom days, Russell was, Russell, and the team did not get along very well. The the Russell Richard Sherman is hollering around, telling me he sucks at practice and all that stuff. There was a there was a real underlying tension there. Even if so, even you know, I'm not gonna doubt you on that, but. He led that team for many years. You know, it's, it's well known that the leader of the team most times yeah, is rushed. the quarterback. Well, it, it was for most once, teams. Once the Legion of Bloom left, yes, right. And he he you know he got you to the playoffs. You know, and for whatever reason, there was hurdles that was never crossed in the playoffs. So the way I look at it is that we can get that rust that got you to the playoffs. The receiver core that we have. I'm I'm excited to see where we can go with that receiver core. Okay. All right. So, given your excitement, what is your prediction for your season? What What are you predicting the record will be for the Broncos, and where do you fall in the AFC West? Oh, we're going seventeen and zero. Lol. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I tried it with a straight face. No, we're not. We're not doing that. We're we're not. You know. L L. No. Yeah. Nah. No. I I tried it. I tried it. It don't work. Um. In all seriousness, you know, we lost our a star receiver in Tim Patrick. Star. Rising star. Okay, rising, rising star. star. There we go. Rising star. Um, we lost him for the season. That would be a pretty big blow to us. So, you know, also the downside to Russ coming to our division was, well, he brought a whole bunch of other talent to other teams that wasn't quite wanted on those teams. So, um, Such a, for for those who may not be aware, the Chargers picked up Khalil Mack and Raiders Chandler Jones. Up Chandler to Jones. The, right, right. Uh, so there, it, with Russ came more pass rushers. Yeah. And Devontae Adams went to the Raiders as well. So those are marquee moves in the division. Right. And so I still think we're better than the Raiders. You know, I still think we're better than the Chargers who are always injured. So, you know, I even kind of think we're better than the Chiefs at this point. Yeesh. Although they have a better quarterback, we're better than the Chiefs Yeesh. without Tyreek Hill. Ooh. I'm just going to put that out there. Now, I'm not saying we're going to be better this year. Yee. But I think we finished second in our division and so in the conference. Huh? Who do you beat? The Chargers and the, and the um, Raiders. Interesting. We we beat both of those teams. I, I truly believe that. There's no jokes in that statement. I truly believe that. That is 
absolutely fascinating. Okay, what's the record then? I think we finish twelve and five. I'm not sure that's enough to get second place. It is. It is. I unpopular opinion. I'm gonna throw it out there. This might come back to hunt me. I don't care because I think I'll be right. Justin Herbert overrated. Oh come on! Oh, you playing now? My now my listeners don't think you know football. You just lost all your credibility. I'll put that out there. He had one good year. I'll put that out there. I'm not saying he's bad. Hear me out. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not. I'm not. I think he had a good year. I think he had a really good year. But I think he'll crumble. He's been great since he got on the scene. Since he took over a Tyrod Taylor. Almost died by lung and needle. (laughs) (laughs) He got... Seriously, injured. Justin Herbert came in, and he immediately took over that team. The band's been phenomenal since Anthony Lynn was his coach. No, here, here, him, Lynn, Lynn, yeah. Hear me out. I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not. He has a pretty high ceiling. I'm not saying he's bad. Hang in there, folks. It'll be okay. <laughs> what I am saying is that we can beat them. We can beat them. I think we'll beat them once this season. They might beat us once this season. I think we'll beat the Raiders as well once one and one as well That's as the fair. Chiefs one and one. I can see y'all. I can I can see y'all. I can see you splitting with the division. You can't say Justin Herbert's overrated though. He, you can say he hasn't proven he can win yet in the playoffs. No, 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 no. There's a lot of talk about how Justin Herbert. I hear internally because he's in my division about how Justin Herbert is the next great quarterback. And I'm sorry, I'm not going to give him all that credibility. Would I love to have him on I my team? Mad. No, would I love to have him on my team? Sure. Yeah, no, that, that that's that's exactly, that's hating. No, that's no, I'm, I'm not hating. That's I'm hater. not hating. No, it's hatering, folks. I'm not, I'm, I'm not hating. What I'm saying is, I hope the kid does well. You said the kid. Just not in my division. <laughs> <laughs> that's hater. That's hater. Just embrace it. Embrace it. Seahawks fans hate on Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo. No, no. But hear me out, though, about the the Chargers. Every year, the Chargers are very injury-riddled. Every year. It never fails. Injury hasn't been that big of an issue, Uh, with the exception of Darwin James. That's a pretty big blow. But a lot of times, you know, even if it's just three or four games, Joey Bosa goes down sometimes. Um, Well, yeah. Khalil Mack so sometimes Khalil Mack doesn't have the healthiest history. So does Nick Bosa, but they don't mean. Well, yeah, I know. Like I said, the thing I'm saying, I'm not saying any of these players are just overly injury riddled. I just don't think that they'll see the field together a lot. I don't. I don't have absurd takes. I'm not saying that all oh, these guys are going to go down for the season. No, I think they'll go down at different times, but not very often will they be on the field together. Well, even if it's only Khalil Mack or only Joey Bosa or only Darwin James, isn't that pretty significant? Yeah, it, and you know you're right about that. It's pretty scary, but um, I think we can. I still think we can take them. I'm I'm a true Broncos fan. I watch and <laughs> it's gonna sound crazy. Watching Tebow made me think we can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, moving on. All right, so how would you feel? If you lost this game to the Seahawks, um, I haven't thought about that because I don't think it's a real possibility. But um, 
I gave you these questions in advance. <laughs> you have to know. <laughs> you got to ask the question. I'm not letting you cop out. The audience deserves the answer. If we lose this game, I mean, it's week one. I think we'll bounce back. You know, I think we we would get, maybe we wouldn't deserve a pass, but we could get one. Like, you know, Tom Brady's first game in Tampa, he lost. Mm-hmm. You know, so you lose you, you just bounce back. You know, it's week one. It's not like it's week 17. It, or, you know, you're getting kicked out the playoffs or the wild card or whatnot. You know, you lose, you bounce back. Would it hurt morally? Yes. It would hurt morally because um, I just don't think Drew Locke or Geno Smith should beat us. I'm sorry. It, I just don't see it. So, it would hurt. It would hurt. Yeah. I but, bet. I bet. Yeah. I, I I have a hard time. Would I, it hurt worse if it would be Drew Locke? Like, would it hurt less because it's Geno and not Drew Locke? Would it be less offensive to you? No, because your 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 listeners are gonna hate me. All your Seahawks listeners. I was a fan of Drew Locke. Not last no, no, year. No. Hear me out. Hear a me lot, out. Most of the Seahawks fans do prefer Drew Locke over Geno Smith. Okay, hear me out. Not last year, but I watched every game his first year. When he um, played the second half of the season, and I saw a lot of promise in that kid. And I thought a lot of times that second season when he came back, he got a lot of unfair criticism based off, you know, we had went through so many quarterbacks in in a small stretch of time. You know, I think he was unfairly criticized because he should have been the next guy. You know, our fan base was sick of going through quarterbacks. We went through a stretch of like six seasons. We had 13 starting quarterbacks. So when Drew Locke got there, you know, there was high expectations. And I had them too, don't get me wrong, but it was unfair criticism. Every time he allows, you know, bad throws, they were criticizing everything and they were nailing them to the cross with it. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. He he he, he so. can make boneheaded moves, yeah. but I still think that I st- I still think the kid with veteran leadership has a there's something in him with veteran leadership. But uh, I gotta say, I kind of I gotta say though, going like now, I'm kind of just you know all bummed out and defending him though, cause. <laughs> Like you just said, he's had that before, and I think he's his biggest enemy. You know, for sure, uh, he's his biggest enemy. I still like him as as a quarterback, and I think he'll be a solid backup. You know, if you have a star quarterback and he goes down, put Drew in. It's not the end of the world. So, what you're saying is, it's going to be significantly worse for you to lose to Geno Smith, which, if you lose, would be exactly the case. Yes. Noted. Yes. All right. Noted. Noted, folks. All right, final question. Final question, and then I know this question. Yeah, just it's I, just a, it's, it's a very important question. It, it is the audience wants to know. On a scale of one to ten, how bad does that Super Bowl loss still hurt? I hate this question because I hate thinking back on this day because it was a dark day in history for me. So a ten. It's still on you. It's a dark day in history for me. So the people want to know. No, listen, the people deserve an explanation. (laughs) (laughs) 
had I not been married to a Seahawks fan, I would care nothing about this fan base whatsoever. I've actually grown to like you guys. Or not the fan base, I'm sorry, the team. I've actually grown to like you guys, though. But, um, yeah, up until you came into the picture, I hated everything about the Seahawks. And I think, was it the year before or the year after that y'all lost? It was the year after. Yes. When y'all lost on the Russell Wilson one yard line, correct? Yes. But this is not about that. Oh no, that was the greatest day of my life. That was the greatest day of my life. I I think I I'm a, I cried more than Russell Wilson did. I cried more than Russell this Wilson. This is not. We're not talking about that. <laughs> you the interviewee. Uh, the, no. the, you didn't answer the question on the scale of one ten. I've healed because we have Russell Wilson now as my quarterback. So I, I'm healing. That's still not an answer. Fine. How much does it hurt me now? It still hurts me like, like a five. Okay? I'm healing. Okay. I'm going through a process right now. Okay. It's a five. All right. I'm healing. That's acceptable. So what would it have been? Like, what was it pre the Russell Wilson trade? Like an eight? They give you like three points? No. Before I answer that, can I tell a quick funny story? One day, recently, like two weeks ago, I went back. And part of my healing phase, I went back and rewatched that game at work. The uh-huh. loss. And That's therapy. That's beautiful. It didn't hurt as bad. So I realized that the therapy was working. It That's, didn't hurt as bad. That's nice. That's nice. I'm I'm happy for you and your healing. So what was your question again? Pre Russell Wilson. Pre Russell Wilson, it was it was no, it, it was probably, no, it was like a seven. It was like a seven. Cap. No, it was a seven. Capping. I told you I'm healing. Big cap. I'm healing. So only Russell Wilson. What you're not going to do is stop my healing with these <laughs> lies that you're telling, okay? So Russell Wilson only accounted for two points of healing? I don't know if you're that confident. I, look, I, no, I'm confident, I okay? I'm confident in my he quarterback. Has Let me tell you a fun fact about quarterbacks. John Elway came to Denver to finish his career and won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning came to Denver to finish his career and won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson just signed his seven-year contract, and I'm pretty sure this is where he's going to finish his career. Guess what? We're winning another Super Bowl. Within the next seven years? I agree. Perhaps. You have a chance. Will you guys win within the next seven years? Yes. A Super Bowl? Yeah. I- you don't truly pretty, believe that. I do. I feel you very, truly don't believe that. I actually that. really do feel confident about that. In I what feel, way? Honestly, I feel much more confident about that than I had if Russell was still on the team. So I'm talking to someone right now whose quarterback is Geno Smith. Yes. And you feel like that in the next seven years, you'll win the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Bengals did it in two. Well, they at least went. That's interesting. You feel better with Geno Smith as your quarterback than Russell Wilson. Well, Geno Smith's not going to be my quarterback for seven years. Geno Smith's not going to be my quarterback next year. Okay. That's exactly why. So I let me ask you. A, let me ask you a question. Let me years. ask you and your fan base a question. Are you they guys? Are you guys are hurting from Russell Wilson leaving, aren't you? How much is this hurting you guys? How much is this hurting your, you that personally? Went, that he went to your team, a great deal. Yeah, that he went to your team. Now, had I not been married to you. It would be a lot easier for me to just, you know. Why does it hurt you so bad? Uh, Mostly because I'm upset about how it went down. With the whole Pete Carroll, 
we have no intention on trading the quarterback. We are we are upset. This is just something in the media. Pete Carroll is something in the media. Is this made up? We have no intention of trading Russell Wilson. <laughs> so and then proceeding to trade him two weeks later. Why are you mad at me? Why are you mad at our team? I'm, I'm, you asked me, did it still hurt? Yeah, you say it hurt more since it came to my team. Yeah, because I got to deal with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So will you work with if yeah, I buy you right now? If I was by myself, I wouldn't have to actively listen to you root for the Broncos in Week One. That's that's what makes it worse. You know, people don't, most people don't have spouses in their houses that are Broncos fans where they can like they can cheer for the Seahawks and like you know have solo support. Like you know, well, it sounds like you think Russ is better than you let on this entire interview. No. Russ has flaws. I think Broncos fans like to pretend like Russell doesn't have flaws and like they gonna get the quarterback that like no 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 two thousand fifteen. No. I think I think that's what y'all no. secretly think. No, hear it me is. out. Here's what we think. We think this is y'all got to cut a slack. For the first time, we will have a quarterback for two seasons since Peyton Manning retired when we won the Super Bowl. What seven years ago? We've went through 16 starting quarterbacks since that time. We just decided to have a quarterback who we'll know will be here for two seasons. You don't sound that way. You you sound you sound like you will get a whole new Russell when he gets to your team. No, because you said he wasn't happy in Seattle. So he wasn't happy. You told me he wasn't happy in Seattle. You know there was a lot of things to show that he wasn't happy in Seattle. You know we got all the reports about him walking out of the meetings with Pete and things like that. You know things just weren't going his way. I think when you have a star player, it's it's important to not feed into their ego, but it's important to listen to them as they're the ones that's on the field. I want to go on record. I think y'all will be the Brooklyn Nets of the NFL and cater to Russell Wilson to almost a fault. Oh, wow. He is best friends with your with the coach. He doesn't even have a coach relationship. So we're next. I guess you guys are the, are the Thunder. No, I don't want to be a Thunder. No, you're the Thunder. You're just hoarding draft picks at this point. We're not hoarding. You you missed your draft pick. No, I... You only have two left. Are you upset about those two draft picks? Look, if we're the the Nets right now, we have Kevin Durant, okay? That's all. I'm sorry. Why are you sorry? My quarterback is Russell Wilson. Yours is Geno Smith. For this year. We're about to get a franchise quarterback. (sighs) It's one year. We'll go on record to state. It wouldn't shock me if Pete Carroll traded both first rounders for six rounders. That's a, that's an absurd take, but it doesn't shock me. Pete does John Snyder. I'm sorry, makes really bad decisions sometimes with with the draft. He didn't last year. Okay, L.J. Collier. That that was a long time ago. That was like three seasons ago. Four. He's in his fourth year. He, he he didn't. I'm just saying. They had a great class. I truly believe. Here's my theory on the draft. John Snyder and Pete Carroll are much better rebuilding GMs and um, head coaches than they are a team that's contending to get over the hump. They're not good at that. They really know how to make the best out of the resources that they have, especially when they have good resources available to them. They don't know how to make do with a little. They get too cute trying to make the pick that nobody else will make and try to look like the smartest guy in the room. That's 
that's too cute. And it doesn't work when you're contending. So what it sounds like is you guys have a lot more fun in the off season watching the draft and watching free agency than actually watching football. They took a rebuilding team and made them to the Super Bowl. So, yeah. That was a long time ago. I also feel they are on the right track by this draft class right here. Looks like it might just be as good as that previous draft class was in 2011. Time will tell, but it's debatable. But I go on note to say the Broncos took Tim Tebow and let him take us to the AOC Conference Championship. Why is the second time you've mentioned Tim Tebow? Why is that? I'm a Tim Tebow. You have to be a Tim. Tim Tebow never did anything to anybody. No. You have to be a Tim Tebow fan. Tomatoes at you. Everybody hates Tim Tebow. No, you have to like Tim. You're married to me. No. You know. I mean, no, I'm I'm don't. not ashamed to admit. I brought his books. You've seen That's them. That's not relevant. I brought his books. I'm a fan. Tim Tebow, Gosh. great person. All right. There lies the credibility that my husband had. It's been great having you, Jalen. Thank you so much for your time. Appreciate uh, your thoughts and Tim Tebow insight. Um, Any last words for the people? Yes. Broncos country. Let's ride. (laughs) All right, that's it, guys. When we come back, we've got one more segment we're going to do. Just a little quick trivia. I'm just curious about see how well Jalen knows his opponent. We'll be back right now. Hmm? All right, and we're back with a little segment before you go. I just want to ask you a few questions to see how well you know your opponent, the Seattle Seahawks. So we're going to see how this goes. He does not know any of the questions I want to ask him. Though, we'll see just, we'll just how you do. We'll see how you do. Just for fun, for giggles. All right, you ready? I think so. Okay. All right. How many pro bowlers are on the Seahawks roster? Three. I'm pretty sure it's three. It is five. There are five Pro Bowlers on the Seahawks roster. Who were, who were you thinking? Um, Tyler Lockett, mm-hmm. DK Metcalf, mm-hmm. and Jamal Adams. Quandre Diggs. Ah. Nick Ballore. Fullback, special teams fanatic Nick Ballore is a Pro Bowler. Yes. Happy for him. There's no way I would have known that. I know. <laughs> I thought you would get the four. You gave us less credit than I thought you would. Forgot all about Quandre Diggs. He is so underrated. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right. What is the least number of games that Pete Carroll has ever won in a given season in the NFL Un- with the Seahawks? Seven, I think. I think it's seven. It might be six. I think it's seven. Ding, 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 ding. I don't have a ding effect, but ding, ding, ding. Yes, that is correct. Carroll has never won less than seven games awesome. with the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. That's pretty good. All right. This one's tough. How many times have the Seahawks beat the Broncos? I mind you, they used to share divisions. In history? In history. If you had a, just a guess, I will accept a, a guess. I would, go, I would accept the range. Between 
10 and between 10 and probably 15 I want to say 21 times oh well fortunately that number won't go up anymore after next week ah that's fun that's funny that's funny yeah alright you got one okay true or false given that the Seattle Seahawks used to be in the same division as the Broncos the Seahawks have played each other over 50 times is that true or false that's true it has to be true there's no way you guys beat us more than we beat y'all it's true that's true what, what makes you think that that, that you, we couldn't have beat you more? I don't know. I, I, it was honestly an arrogant Broncos fan answer. <laughs> I'll be completely yeah. honest with you. <laughs> Thank you for your honesty. I had no facts to back that up. I was just hoping I was right. Thank you for your honesty. All right, that's the end of our game. We just wanted to do a little fun something there at the end. All right, so before I let you go, finally, the last thing I want to do is ask you what your score prediction is for this upcoming game. Um... 31-17. You said 31-17? Yeah. Okay. 31-17. Yeah. That's disrespectful. How is it disrespectful? You really think, you really think Russell going to kill it like that? I um, think Russ can throw four, four touchdowns. Arrogant Broncos statements. You guys have two rookie cornerbacks. No. Michael Jackson is not a rookie. He just hadn't been on the roster that long. I mean, it's it's we going, you know. Russ is healthy. I, I think you have to you have to let go of the past year and a half. He's in a new place, a new mental state, a, a new new he's players, new coach. A coach who knows him better than anybody else. There's means, no coach he's gonna face that knows him that knows his weaknesses more than Pete Carroll. But it's too is is it's, it's two not way two though sided it's, because we changed our entire defense, so he cannot say. The reason it's two sided. I don't know if you guys know you guys' defense at this point. It's There's no. It's, it's a it's a complete three four scheme. We were four three last year, so no, he does not know our defense. But we know him. We know him, but he doesn't know. With you guys running three four, it definitely gives us more time in the pocket. So therefore, with you, if you're rushing less quarterback, quarterback, um, more. I'm sorry. If you're rushing less defenders on the line, who said we're rushing less? Because we're three four. It gives you more opportunities to blitz. The blitz packages are endless when it's a 3-4 versus a 4-3. Okay, that's true enough. However, it also leaves us more time. Because the way I look at it is if you guys do that and we're running with more receivers, I think Russ is a good enough quarterback and he has a quick enough eye that if there's a defender that is blitzing him, it obviously means that wherever that court, wherever that guy was, that receiver will probably be open. That'd be a check down. Russ doesn't like to do those. It's a new game. It's a new team. It's a new quarterback. No. Okay. Yeah, I think you do think you're getting a new quarterback. You about right. All right. My official score prediction, I think you guys win. I, I'm sorry, guys. I know everybody really wants to win. And I'd say there's a slight chance because of the whole defense thing. But I do think it'll be a close game. I don't think Russ is just going to come and pop off and just get 31 points. I had not you guys losing by two touchdowns. It was, that's, it's not that's disrespectful. A, that's a, yeah, that is. That's that's disrespectful. Yeah, I think it's 21-17. Yeah. Yeah, y'all not getting that extra 10 points. I think it's going to be closer than you think. 
I think I think it'd be more defensive game than than an offensive game for sure. I think here here's here's what I think. That's still respectable. Russ would get three touchdowns. Okay, it's respectable. But here, so we're not kicking any field goals apparently. So here's what I think. I think um, Gino isn't that guy. It's no disrespect to Gino. Gino isn't that guy. And I think I think I said seventeen. I didn't say thirty-two, thirty-four. No, I I get it. But you guys, we have one of the better run defenses in the league. You used to with Shelby Harris, who is now on our team. I think between having Chubb and Randy Gregory, are they run defenders? Thought they were pass rushers. Uh, they can, they can, they can stop the run. They can. Randy Gregory has has had his time of stopping the run. He can, but is Brad, he Bradley weak? Chubb is 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 well known to be. Um, it's a little iffy about <laughs> where Bradley Chubb really is, but um, I just think um, I don't know. Yeah, it's true. Shelby Harris is gone. However, you know, with us going into this, we're game planning stopping the run. That's what our game plan is. You know, I don't think... game plan to stop Rashad Penny. That's easier said than done. Yeah. People, Fair people game plan to stop the run with the 49ers. Easier said than done. When there's a team who has the potential to... Th- I didn't want to say it. Okay, I wanted to be respectful. I don't think Geno is even capable of really being competent enough in, in terms of... Having the poise and the patience. Gino's problem is too much patience. He's the opposite of Drew Locke. Remember, everything Drew Locke is. So okay, so so so. I don't think that he has the the. I'm trying to find the right word. Maybe. You don't think he got the arm? You don't think he got the arm to make a throw? I was trying not to say it. Yes. Um. So you, you guys are are, are gonna he throw, can make some throws. Can you, he make you, them consistently? No, he cannot make them consistently. You're gonna run a lot more. Yeah. So we're we're definitely game planning. People do that for the 49ers. It's all about how you run, not that you run. Pete Curl is gonna run. Yes. Yes. I'm not denying that. And that that's literally like. We, we are not threatened by your pass game. But you so gotta, our I, no no I totally get it. I definitely get what you're coming from. We are not threatened by Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. So therefore, we don't even think. I don't even think that we think that if a receiver is open, Geno can get him the ball. That's right. That 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 accounts for the 17 points. We both agree on the 17 points. So you're talking about the defense. We both feel like either way that, that the Seahawks can get 17 points. We disagree on that the Seahawks can defend. Russell Wilson, you don't think that the Seahawks can defend Russell Wilson? It's thirty-one would be ridiculous point amount of points for a defense to get to let up. That'd be pretty bad. Like any any time a team gives up more than thirty points, it's not a good look. So, you think he's gonna run ragged on the defense? That's where I disagree. It's thirty-one. I don't think it's considered running ragged because I mean you gotta anytime, look at you got you gotta look at. I'm not. That was never up. me saying Russ is gonna do all of that. We have Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. We have a really good run game. I don't think that you know. I, I think they'll have a pretty good amount of yardage. 
I'm not saying I don't think Russ is gonna come out here and and be you know game changer. He's gonna not gonna come out here and throw for 300 yards week one. I think that between our combination, because here's the thing for us: if you stop the run, I think we have really good receivers and a really good quarterback. We're great at defending the run. Okay, we're great at defending the run even when we sucked last year. Okay, but that's when it comes into we can run, and and then on top of that, like a um. We can pass, but on top of that, I really think that Javante Williams is going to take a huge leap this year, and he'll be a top five running back this year. Okay, maybe top seven running back this year. He he will, and even if he got, you know, because even when it comes to stopping the run, it's it's two part. It boils down to defensive talent and offensive talent. You know, it's just like Derrick Henry. Everybody gains plans to stop Derrick Henry, right? That's what I'm saying. Y'all gonna feel a rubber shot, Penny. Ah, we're not really threat. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not taking away his credibility. He was the best running back. When the second healthy. half of last year. Yes, I know. I know. We 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 talk about that a lot. But the thing is, it's two halves of football to a year. But we only talk about one game. Okay, that's true. It's just different when all you have to do is stop the run. I think all right. that's all we have to do is stop the run. That's it. You know, right. if Geno can complete a 10-yard pass, you just got us. You, we lost it. You got it. You can have it. Do you realize DK's career touchdown, his longest one, was from Geno Smith, not Russell Wilson? Did you know that? Fun fact. Did you know that? You didn't know that. Is that Geno Smith's only career touchdown? <laughs> that's funny. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You got jokes. Yeah, no. Now, don't do my dude, Gino, like that. He trying. He trying out here. I think he'll. I think he'll surprise you because you got low expectations. I, I give. I give him credit. I'm. I'm talking about it right now. It's only because we took you guys quarterback. I actually do really respect Gino. I don't think that he's nowhere near the quarterback that Russell Wilson is. Oh, no. But I, I respect him as a player. You know, he he's had a, a tough career. He's been through a lot, dealt with a lot. He didn't really have a fair chance when he was with the Jets. No, he didn't. And so I respect him a lot. You know, he got to see how to just held his head down, learn from Russell Wilson, stayed out the way, stayed out of trouble. I, re- I respect him a lot. I just don't think that he can beat us. I think we had really good corners, I and I think we had a really good defense. And outside of this, I'm, I'm rooting for him. But week one, I'm rooting to tear him down. I'm rooting to kill his confidence, but week two, I'm a root to build it back up. I want to, I want to build my brother up. No, that's 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 not how that works. That's not how any of this works. But anyway, that's all the time we've got for today. Uh, if you want to hear this or more things, make sure to follow me on Twitter at Candace H nine zero one. Uh, Jalen, you want to tell them where they can find you? Um, on Twitter. What's your, what's your Twitter handle? T- yeah, no, we're not gonna go there. Just follow her. She's a great person to follow. She's very knowledgeable. <laughs> He's not that active on Twitter. He doesn't have a profile page yet. We're working on it. All right. Well, I have a follower. She's not giving me credit. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, if, if you want more information, uh, analysis, polls, make sure to follow the show at Ethos Seahawks. That's it. That's all we got the time for today. I want to thank Jalen for coming on to the show. That's it. I'm out. And as always, go Hawks.